scriptures we are teaching. This is our first month. It's a new season. We are teaching on thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. And our vision, uh, we started three weeks ago. And today we are looking at the kingdom of God, the wisdom of God. The kingdom of God, the wisdom of God. Can we go together to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. 1 Corinthians 1, 18 to 19. It says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. The Bible gives us the understanding. When we talk about the kingdom of God that has come, we're talking about confronting the power, the principalities, spirit of wickedness in heavenly places, and uh, using the wisdom that is hidden in the scriptures. The power, the manifestation of the kingdom of heaven is manifested in its fruits. So the scripture gives us an understanding that for the message, for to us, the message of the cross, it says the message of the, is foolishness to those that are perishing. To those who do not understand the power of God. Because to us, we are preaching the cross of Christ. The wisdom of God. The Bible says, had the powers of this world, had they known that crucifying Christ will, will have caused so much damage, they will not have done it. Because to them, when they looked at the preaching of the gospel, they thought the cross is foolishness. Now, when we talk about the cross, we talk about sacrifice. We talk about dying. We talk about losing or something that looks like losing. But the message of the cross is power. There is nothing that the church can do without sacrifice. The kingdom of God cannot come upon your life without sacrifice. There must be a sacrifice that we give. There must be a cross that we carry. The manifestation of the kingdom of God comes because you are on the cross yourself. You are sacrificing your own life. You cannot live your life and hope to change the world living the way you like. Having rights to do certain things that are illegal or not permitted. Being unable to follow instruction. Being unable to build yourself in the ways of God. But the Bible gives us understanding that to those that are perishing, the message of the cross is foolishness. And this is manifested or expressed in behavior. Because we spoke when we started, we said when we talk about the kingdom, we're talking about the king and his domain. So the real influence of the king or the influence of the kingdom is to change the culture and the tradition. So if the cross has really impacted your life, we'll see it in your lifestyle. The manifestation of the cross of Christ upon your life is not in the clothes we put on, but it will be in our behavior, our culture, our tradition. 
It's not only coming to church on Sunday, but it's in expression of the life that we have received that shows the sacrifice of the cross of Christ. Denying ourselves that the kingdom may be manifested upon our life. So my challenge to you is that are you carrying your cross? Are you manifesting the cross? Are you showing the power of God? Because the power of God is manifested in sacrifice. Everybody else is having a boyfriend. The power of the cross is sacrifice. You know, I'm not married. I have no wife. I'm not supposed to sleep around. I'm not married. I have no husband. I can't be sleeping around. That is a manifestation, not, not because the church says so, but because you have received the call of the cross. Because it's a sacrifice. The, the kingdom is manifested in the sacrifices that we give. Without a sacrifice, the kingdom cannot move forward. Without you laying down your life, the, the kingdom cannot move forward. During intercession, we read the, the book of John 12, 24. Unless a kernel of wheat falls down and die, it remains but a single seed. There is no way you are going to be great. There's no way you are going to be awesome. There's no way you are going to excel without sacrifice. There's no kingdom that is built only on parties. Any king, you should ask uh, one of the kings of Babylon. One day when he was having a party, when, when, when sacrifices were demanded, he made a party. And when he made a party, he even became careless in his party. In his stupor, he decided he's going to use uh, temple vessels. And the Bible tells us there was a hand that came and wrote on the wall, men and men take care. And he says, you have been weighed and being found light. You have been weighed and being found what? Light. So if we don't carry the cross, you will be weighed and you will be found light. Because it takes a sacrifice to save Jesus. It takes quite a lot of sacrifice to be faithful. And this is the part of the challenge that we have, all of us, to remain faithful sacrifice the cross if you are not living right and you say you are a christian you are doing whatever you like then you have made the you are part of the world that believes the cross of jesus christ is foolishness yeah you are you are making mockery of it you say this cross is foolishness but the bible tells us it is the to us who are being saved it is the power of god may you receive the power of god this morning in the name of jesus i said receive the power of god this morning in the name of jesus yes carry your cross manifest the power of the cross of jesus christ show forth your strength by the sacrifice the bible in the book of romans tells us this offer yourself as a living sacrifice as a living sacrifice that's what a living sacrifice yes when everybody else is having a boyfriend when everybody else is sleeping around when everybody else says this thing is not possible you become the example you become the light you see one part about the cross is that the cross exalts you is a is a part of humiliation the day you decide i'm a christian i'm not going to do these things the bible says so people will start to mock you every corner you turn they did it when i when we were growing up 
You'll say, oh, umfundis, while you are missed your friends. I went to a movie one day, and when I was in the movies, this boy came. He says, what do you want here? What do, are you not saying you are a Christian? So I looked at him and I said, you have a very narrow understanding of the cross of Christ. You have what? A narrow understanding. I was talking to one pastor who was telling me, no, this internet thing, I don't get involved in it. I say, my congregation is on it. I'm going to be on it. So that I can see what they are posting. I can see where they are by midnight. Because by midnight, they already, some of them are, are high. So they post things that in their normal sense, they will not post. Yes. So I watch Instagram. I'm watching then I know. I never say anything. I don't comment. I watch. <laughs> and sometimes I visit a page to see, after I've seen a little bit, to say, let me see some more. So that I can call somebody to order and say, your behavior is out of line. Yes. You must carry your cross. Can you tell your neighbor, you must carry your cross. You have to die to yourself. The number one part of the calling of, of Christ, you have to die to yourself. You have to die to yourself. You cannot be a Christian and live as you like. No, 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 no. Then you are not born again. No. The Bible says, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Those who are dying, they make mockery of the cross of Christ. When you ask them, come for prayer, they never come. Because that sacrifice is what? Prayer is what? It's sacrifice. Coming for prayer is sacrifice. And prayer, we don't preach, we pray. Not here. Here, when you hold the mic, we are counting. How long? Are you praying long or talking long? So these are two things. If we want to preach, preach. But if we are going to pray, let us pray. Not coming to prayer, you are not carrying your cross. Yes. Simple. Not paying the tithes, you are not carrying your cross. It's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. You cannot say, oh, I love Jesus, and, and you are not faithful with your resources to support the kingdom to move forward. If we were to ask you, can you please go to Limpopo, Northwest, Eastern Cape, Northern Cape, Free State, KwaZulu, we are planting a church there, pack your bags, take your cockroaches and whatever, leave, leave the town, go there. Will you be willing to take it or you are going to tell me you are crazy? I've got the biggest job here and I'm about to get promotion. So then you say, let it pass. You have to carry your cross. Can you tell your neighbor, you must carry your cross. Yes. For the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. <laughs> The kingdom of God is not about what? Yes. Righteousness. Righteousness. Being right with God. That's manifestation of the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24. It says, but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks... Christ, the power of God. May you experience the power of God this morning. Amen. We said our subtitle for this is the kingdom of God, the wisdom of God. What the world mocks, what the world looks down on, what the, what the world 
makes mockery of. That's where the manifestation of the power of God is made present. Hallelujah. When, when you sacrifice your life, greater power is made manifest. It says, but to those who are being, who, who are called, both Greeks, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. When you keep yourself righteous and holy, you are showing the power of God and the wisdom of God. Yes. I know for you, the power of God is uh, these miracles that are happening in church, the testimonies. I got the new job. Uh, I, I, my, you know, I was sick. I'm healed. Those are good. But that is not the proof of the kingdom. No. The proof of the kingdom is burning your own life. Yes. Your life being put on the line and making sure that the kingdom moves forward. Is that fine? The proof of the kingdom is not miracles, signs and wonders. No. Jesus said, when you love one another. Yes. Signs and wonders. We want those testimonies, by the way. We want them. We are not saying we don't want testimonies. We want them. We'll still be giving more testimonies, more healings, more miracles. But those things are not the ones that authenticate that we are in the presence of God. No, no, no. The, the ones that show that we are in the presence of God is for you to live in the decaying world while you remain solid and you are not decaying with it. You become the hope of nations. Am I doing somebody? Okay, three points and I close. One. The kingdom of God has given us domain to rule to reign, power and strength, and glory. The kingdom of God. All this will manifest upon your life. The kingdom of God has given us a territory to rule. A place to govern. That's what the kingdom of God has given to us. And we have been given power. We have been given strength. And there is a glory that manifests when we do the kingdom of heaven. When we manifest the kingdom of God, this is who will come. I said, number one, the kingdom of, of God has given us a domain, an, an area, a place where we are able to influence and rule. When you read the book of John 17, uh, not John, Acts 17, which we will read later, it gives us that, that the power of God changes culture and traditions, changes the way of worship and the lifestyle, the life it changes it. It transforms it. Daniel chapter 2 verse 37. It says, You, O king, are a king of kings. For, for the God of heaven has given you a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. Hallelujah. You see, when you become born again, you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Jesus has come to give us a kingdom of his Father. He said in the book of Matthew, he says, when you pray, pray like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The same he has given to us that we may have power, we may have strength, and we may show forth the glory of the kingdom. The Bible says we are kings 
and priests. Can you look at your neighbor and say, you are a king and a priest. To rule and to govern. Yes. Kings rule and govern. Jesus was in the marketplace not to make money. It's not true. It's a lie. Anyone who tells you that you are an apostle in the marketplace to capture the market, to make billions of money, that was not the mission of Jesus Christ. That is the spirit of mammon. Yes, it's not the spirit of Christ. Christ didn't come to make money. He didn't come to capture the, the marketplace so that he can have billions of dollars. What will he do with gold? Gold is dust to God. He created it. He went to the marketplace because that's where souls of, souls of men are traded. Souls of men are sold at the marketplace. Christ went to fight the spirit of destruction so that the soul of man can be recaptured so that the purposes of God may be fulfilled even in the marketplace. That those that are trading, they will understand that their soul matters, that in their trade, God will remain the central focus. Souls of men are sold in the marketplace. How do people get corrupted? Where do people get corrupted? In the church? No. At home? I don't think so. Much of the sin that is happening, is happening in our trading posts. You are being paid to where you are working. It's an environment that Satan has entered and has created, diverted people. So people will tell you, oh, Jesus is in the marketplace. Uh, how much money did Jesus make? Tell me. Jesus went for the most horrific, greatest business guys of the time. He had the tax collector. He had the fisherman. He had the doctor. I have a few of them as well. So I'm, I'm getting to Jesus. I'm still waiting for my few women. You know, the Bible says they were there to support him financially. So far, I've not heard anyone who says, Pastor, you are my project. But Jesus was their project. <laughs> Let me tell you, don't be fooled. We are not born to make money. Money is given. Money is available. Yes. Money is available. You are a fool if you work for money. You will never have it. You ask those who die and they call themselves multi-multi-billionaires. You must listen to their stories. Yeah. They will tell you, I made the waste of my life. Have I known? Because whosoever pursues money, they will never have it. You can have a lot of it, but it will, it will work on your feelings and emotions. You will never be stable until you know the purpose of why you have it. May the Lord have mercy on us. We need the money to preach the gospel. So we must be at the marketplace. We must be the businessmen. That the altars in the business centers are dedicated to God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Rituals are made in the marketplace. Then you are not an African. If you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Bolton is here. I, when, when we paid for Lobola for Bolton, his uncle was there. And we were talking. And he told us something fascinating. You're not going to believe, but it's a true story. While we were sitting, you know, after Lobola is paid, we are just about to eat. Stories come out. And the uncle says, why, why I stopped drinking? He says, we came from Lala Vuga. 
and we were walking. And this house that we went into, we were passing it, but we remembered when we wake up in the afternoon, when we return, we have to order, they do this, Afri they brew African beer. And he says, when we return in the afternoon, if we didn't put our order, our bucket, 10, 10, 10 liter bucket, we paid for it, we wouldn't get the alcohol, it will be finished. So he says, when they entered the door, they knocked, you know, in the four rooms, these uh, township houses, the door is open like, you know, it's a kitchen, but the door is open, it's not locked. So, as usual, he pushed the door into the kitchen, and then, Coco, you know, so he went in, it's a passage, and then you have a toilet, you know, you, you know how the houses are arranged. And so you have two bedrooms there. Both of them, the doors are not closed. The same way as the kitchen, you know, slightly five centimeter open. And when say Coco, no response. And then the last time, somebody say, make, you know, a sound. So the uncle tells us, he says, then I moved to the, to the bedroom where I heard slight sounds. And he says, when I pushed the door, I couldn't believe what I saw. He says, this woman was sitting in a big bus, in a bedroom, inside the Mkombot. <laughs> marketplace, marketplace, marketplace. Yeah, marketplace. Is what? Marketplace. It says, when, when she said, oh, there are two beers in the fridge, you can take one and start drinking. It says, it says he took one, he took one, they said that, he opened it, he couldn't even, he poured the glass, he says, I couldn't even drink. I just left it there <laughs> with my friends, we started walking, and he says, that was it for me. Marketplace. You, you want to know more? There are sacrifices made. That's why people are being killed in the marketplace. May the Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. I said the kingdom of God has given us a place to rule. Where you are working, you are supposed to capture. If you have really done a good job, the culture and the tradition of that place must change. Imagine somebody. 1.1. All power is given to subdue and to dominate. You cannot tell me you are a Christian and your office space doesn't even know that you are a Christian. Corruption is flourishing and you are part of the discussions. Matthew 28, 18, Jesus was speaking. It says, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Let me put it this way. The kingdom has come. All authority and power has been given. Prove it. By the grace of God, I think I was just growing. I didn't know what I was doing. But by the grace of God, every place I've worked, I've changed it. <coughs> when I started, it was like a small thing. I would start, all the places I worked for, there was never prayer. So I started a prayer meeting. I asked my bosses, will you mind if I use the boardroom or any other room that is available for small prayers and uh, for us to pray 
uh, in our workspace. We're going to pray for our work. We're going to pray for the employees. We're going to pray for ourselves that everything should go well. And it is proven. It's, it's a research. Companies that allow people to do that, they flourish because people, they have the fear of God at the same time. So shrinkage reduces. A lot of things come to order. So they agreed. My first place where I went, it was a government offices in a, in a, in a region. And we started the prayer. It started. They used to fight a lot. Shrinkage. We started, we prayed. And before long, the whole area has already changed. You know, they used to pay uh, bribes to get jobs. All of that started to change. I remember even one day when this great man came having some, some gifts, wanting to give to our staff. You know, like T-shirts, caps, and other things. They said, no, 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 no. We no longer take these things. You know, he says, no, it's for free. They say, no, we don't, we don't take these things anymore because they influence how we behave. You know, if I want to influence you, if I give you money day after day, and later I come and I ask for something, it makes it difficult for you to make a, a good judgment. It will make it impossible or very challenging. Number two, the, the 1.2, the power of the territorial church is in the praise and worship. The power to manifest the wisdom of God is in the praise and in the worship. Devotion is a master key to spiritual strength. Those who don't read the scriptures and pray, they never move too far. Did you hear what I said? You are too quiet. Or you are the first service, you are still coming back from sleep. Huh? Or you are still shocked with a woman bathing with alcohol. <laughs> we have heard the stories, but I never believed they were true until this man said to us, it happened to us. We saw it with our eyes. They call it Oza Oza. You know Oza Oza? Yeah. You don't know what people are doing. And that's why when, when you get promotion, you don't take things for granted. The office you enter, there were people before you. Yes. Guess what? They brought monkey toes, frog skin. All the things are there. They've been burning incense. And for you... You are this Christian who doesn't pray, who have no covenant with God. You are never faithful with anything. It's not surprising that they will make you to sign. There's one thing that I never forget about the public works thing, when the story broke, that somebody was appointed. I don't know the person. I've never met the person. I read it on the newspaper. The person was like three months appointed. And then they said, you will act. And then they brought all these tender things that are heavy, sign. And you're going to change. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You have no spirit to discern. Part of it is because you are not reading the scriptures possibly. You, you are not sensitive. You know, sometimes you must be willing to walk away from a powerful job. Yes, you must be willing to walk away and say, you know, have your way. I'm not going to do this thing. The, the world better turn upside down. Your job is not your world. No. Think about these people... KPMG. Don't you think all those guys go to church? Eh? Are you aware that their career is finished? 
Are you aware that their work is finished? And somebody compromised. One person compromised nine, ten people. All of them had to go to school to qualify. They had to get their license to trade, to, to be called CASA. It's, it's not for free. And then they say you are going to sleep at uh, uh, Sun City. You are too cheap. Tell your neighbor, you are too cheap. <laughs> plate, plate. What did they buy them with? A plate of food. Yes. The only thing that was in their head will be going to Sun City, will be drinking beer for free, and maybe some few prostitutes around. Yes. How foolish can you be? What is the worth of your life? What is the worth of your life? The kingdom, the manifestation, the power of the territorial church. If our church is going to be a dominant, powerful church, if the church of Jesus Christ is going to be a dominant, powerful church, there must be sacrifices. You must be willing, Mama, I'm going to walk away and say, thank you very much. I better go home and do fate cakes. Yes. Let me tell you, it doesn't make sense for you to stay in a five-bedroom house and you're using one room, really, to be honest. There's no wisdom in it. So your wealth is not in the house you stay in. No, 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 no. Because that is an illusion that Satan has made everybody to believe. You, you have to work for Satan for the next coming 20 years. Never do anything significant because you have to pay the loan. That foolishness, we are coming against it. Yes. I'm happy to stay in one room that I paid cash for. It's mine, and I built it. So what's your problem? Praise the Lord. Yes. Most people don't understand. Your worth is not in the things you have. The fact that you are putting on bling doesn't make you higher or lower. Your value is still the same. Even when you are naked, your value is still the same. So we will dress with bling, but that's not our identity. Yes, that's not our identity. Our identity is in Christ because to us is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Number two, the territorial church. We are talking about the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God confronts the wisdom of this world. What they call peace is not peace. The, ter the territorial church can never be destroyed. The kingdom of heaven can never be destroyed. The power of the gospel changes lives and cities. Daniel chapter 2 verse 44. And in the days of, of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. God will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed. When he talks about Jesus, he says Jesus is a, is a king of kings and lord of lords. His kingdom will never be destroyed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The seven spirits of the Lord is a manifestation of the kingdom of heaven. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods. You see, when, when you walk in the meditation of the scriptures of Christ, when counsel and, and, and wisdom is asked of you, advice is asked of you, people will speak like they spoke about Daniel. They say Daniel possessed the wisdom like the wisdom of the gods. In other words, after everybody has spoken and come with the best scenarios, when Daniel opened his mouth, people say, they will say, we never thought about it. We never saw it that way. 
But when, when Daniel spoke, whatever he said, if they did it, they will succeed. The wisdom of God is available for you this morning in the name of Jesus. Yes. The wisdom of God is hidden in the sacrifice. It's hidden in using the wisdom of the scriptures. Something, when people look at you, they think you are a stupid. Because everybody else is doing other things and you are not doing those things. It says, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him, in Daniel. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, made him chief of magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans and so soothsayers, inasmuch as an excellent spirit. Inasmuch as what? An excellent spirit. May you have an ex excellent spirit in the name of Jesus. I said, may you have an excellent spirit in the name of Jesus. Yeah, that's what will distinguish you from others when you have an excellent spirit. Inasmuch as an excellent spirit, knowledge, the wisdom of God gives us knowledge. Ability, we have knowledge, then wisdom. We, here it says knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles, and explaining ikmas were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now, let Daniel be called, and he will give you the interpretation. May the spirit of the wisdom of God come upon your life in the name of Jesus. May you excel and be so great that your wisdom will be asked of. This is how to change the marketplace. You know, you'll be, you'll be shocked that in this big corruption we are talking about in our nation, born-again Christians are the ones doing it. I was shocked when they told us in the years when they approved uh, uh, the bill on abortion that African women our mothers some of them they say one of the women or two they stood on top of the table they, they jump on top of the table and pull their dresses to all the men there and said are you a woman have you gone through what you are going through and we said the fact that you have gone through something is a bad experience doesn't mean because you made a bad choice doesn't mean all of us have to go your route. Does it make sense? One person says, I was shocked because these people are dignified. It's not small babies. It's not like they pick up a girl on the street and say, come and act. No. It's people who are being funded and given money by multinationals. Who are being sponsored to come and cause havoc so that these laws are perpetuated, the lives of people are destroyed. But the kingdom, if the kingdom of heaven has come, the kingdom of God has come, and you are in parliament, parliament will change. Because when they legislate, you are not only going to be arguing, but it's going to take prayer. It's going to take a, a, a continuous battering of, of the powers of darkness, testifying, winning more souls, making people God conscious, so that the choices and decisions are made for the nation, they show that these people have been changed in their hearts. Not people who are going to tell us, uh, we are working for bread. This is bread. If we don't vote with the party, I say, to hell with the party. You cannot allow. The house is burning. And you say, no, the party says it's better burn. We'll wait until 2019 when everything, we'll see, we'll try and manage the fire. 
Chances are that by 2019, we won't have anything left. Don't, don't be anything. The kingdom of God, we said the spirit of the church is a territorial, the territorial church is the fear of the Lord. The territorial, the power of the church is the fear of the Lord. The power of the church is the fear of the Lord. If, if we do not fear the Lord, then we are wasting our time. We better change this to a society. Let's come and start all these other uh, fringe benefits when you come to church. We'll bury you. When you have children, we'll dedicate them. Let's come and drink some booze. Let's start the choir so that we go around jollying and, and all of that. Which is what the church has been reduced to become. And so people make mockery of the church. But if we talk the church, the church is powerful. The church is powerful. The spirit of the church, the territorial church, is the fear of the Lord. The Bible says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Your lifestyle tells us that you fear the Lord. Your behavior at home tells us you fear the Lord. How you relate with your children and everybody else around you shows us and tells us you fear the Lord. Your manifestation tells us you fear the Lord. Because the end is coming. Daniel, they saw the wisdom of God in the life of Daniel. And they were shocked. And this is my challenge to you. The Bible says, for the message of the cross is foolishness to them that perish. Those who don't honor the cross anymore, they make mockery of the cross by living the way they like, by doing their own thing. Can we bow our heads, please? Can we close our eyes? I want you to pray for yourself this morning. That, Lord, may your kingdom come. May your will be done upon my life as it is in heaven. May my life be an expression of the cross of Christ. May my life be a continuous sacrifice. May my life be a sweet-smelling aroma, a drawing and attracting others. Unless a kernel of wheat falls down and die, it remains a single seed. Unless you make the decision, Christ came, Jesus has come, that the wisdom of God may be manifested through our life. And today, I want to pray together with you. Maybe you've been coming to church uh, for many years. Or maybe you are visiting for the first time today. There is a turning point. And today I want to challenge you that God wants you to come and be with him. The Bible teaches us that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. This is where we start. To fear the Lord is an expression in us receiving Jesus, the wisdom of God. Jesus is the wisdom of God and the power of God. And this morning, if you want the manifestation of the kingdom of, of God, all the great and awesome things are in him. We're going to pray. I want you to pray for yourself. Lord, may your kingdom come upon my life. Can we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your kingdom, that your kingdom come, your will be done upon our lives. Father, we pray even today, your wishes, Lord, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. We pray for ourselves that Jesus, the, the, the wisdom of God, may come upon our life, that, Lord, we may manifest him, that we may show forth his grace. <laughs>
Oh, you see my 